And we're live, or not live, but we're recording. <laughs> live! <laughs> hello, from hello. Zach's bedroom and Alex's bedroom. Um, yeah, hi. Um, hello. I'm hello. Zach. I feel like we don't have to introduce ourselves at this point because if you made it to episode three, I think you know who we are, I guess. Um, I would hope so. I guess. Unless, unless it's like in like two years and we're famous and they're like trying to decide <laughs> where to start. I don't know, but yeah, it, it doesn't get good till episode three, which yeah, is this episode for Dale. Um, three for Dale. Three for Dale. Uh, it's been a good week, unless you're on NASCAR Twitter, because it's never a good mm-hmm. time on NASCAR Twitter for multiple reasons. But Bristol, I deactivated was pretty good. my my whole account for a couple days. So I wasn't there. I had a great. A lot's day, happened <laughs> since the last episode. <laughs> Alex said, um, "I'm I'm out. Peace. I'm out. <laughs> I I'm about to head out. That's what I said. Just like Ryan Blaney out of the playoffs. Ooh! Oh, too soon. Too soon. Hell too soon. Too soon. Don't worry. It's okay. I'm not gonna be like gas can man on here. So I guess that's where we could start with Bristol. Yeah, the playoffs. Um, playoff cutoff, whatever thingy. Uh." Yeah, so the well, number one, the story of the playoff cutoff for Bristol was not that good, in my opinion. It really wasn't. It felt like that's the problem with the playoff so much. It's always overhyped, and then you're always left to be disappointed. Like with like every the, situation, the stage points have helped a lot, it, um, but it's, it's like really made the gaps bigger, which is fine. It's but helped it's, the inter. It, it's hurt yeah. the entertainment, but it's helped the purity. Exactly. Which, yeah. if NASCAR really knew what... Th- like, I, at that point, just get... I don't know. It's like, do you want to balance it, or do you just want to go full stupid? I mean, let's be honest. Byron wasn't going to win the championship. The Benedetta wasn't going to win the yeah. championship. Who was the other person? I know Blaney, but who was the other person that got eliminated? Oh, shoot. I don't even know. Oh, girl, who was it? <laughs> Um, uh, Cole, Cole Cluster. Cole Cluster. Yeah, he wasn't won championship either. Yeah, but Blaney was probably the only one of the four who got eliminated that we were like, okay, maybe he can make it to Miami. But mm-hmm. then you know he shit the bed. Whatever. Yeah, bad race at Darlington. Did he? I mean, Richmond. I think he, a, I think he had a bad race at Richmond. He just had a shitty well, round, and he's he. Darlington is his, one of his worst tracks. Richmond is his worst track, and then Bristol. He just wasn't really there. Yeah. But I will say from last week's episode, I said Blaney needed to not have a meltdown mm-hmm. and just like find a way to recover finally. And he kind of did that. Yeah, he and did. And I think like he had how many issues, but they still managed to get up to the top 10 at points and then another issue set him back. He still finished like 13th. Yeah, I noticed um, that. Yeah. I that wouldn't have happened a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I hope that that team carries that as a Blaney fan that they carry that into twenty twenty one. They kept saying on the broadcast that Todd Gordon was literally preaching to Blaney, like, "Please, for the love of God, 
tell me what the fuck you need in your car. Yeah, exactly. Marty and, Schneider or someone mentioned that, like, that, you know, that yeah. they're trying to work on, like, what they need in stage three and what they need at the end of the race. And I think we talked about it, that Blaney is always kind of not... He's yeah. struggled with giving feedback, and that's why a new crew chief is maybe not fixing all these issues. And that's why maybe... Not, I mean, some races like Las Vegas earlier this year wasn't really like, oh, they got worse as the race went on, but maybe other races like maybe Texas. Yeah. Well, Tech. I don't know. I forgot. I mean, I forgot. This season felt like it was three years wrong. But there's been situations where Blaney has dominated races and they couldn't close it yeah. off. And I wonder how many, like, if that lack of feedback at the end of the race is that's what's hurting their performance or their chances of I wins. Would... I would definitely say as a huge part of it. Um, I mean, th this is a team that probably early in the season, a lot of people probably had in their final four mm -hmm. to make it to Phoenix. I almost said Homestead, but Phoenix. Um, I just remembered it's Phoenix. I was still imagining yeah. Homestead. It's like Homestead is in my mind. Oh my gosh. It. I'm very sad about it. We can talk about that when we get there, but I, I've, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the playoffs happened. But we had a good race. Did you like the Bristol race? I overall, I have to. That was. I've had trouble paying attention to races the last few weeks, but um, normally because I I moved into my like college house and I've been living with my roommates, and sometimes I watch the race downstairs and they'll be hanging around, but they distract me because like. To watch motorsports, you kind of have to follow along what's going on, especially if strategy mm -hmm. gets involved. So, Richmond, I could kind of tell it was a good race. I just didn't know what was going on the whole time. Right. But Bristol, I was following Bristol the whole time. Um, it was really good. Like, yeah. I had no idea what was going to happen. Especially um, going to the last stage, and this is a good segue to what I wanted to mention about Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, they were having a really good battle in Stage 3. Um, really good battle last, like, 40 laps, but before then... It was an awesome battle. Yeah, but before then, even, it was just, like, Kyle was just lurking. And I don't remember if he got a caution, or... I don't think he got a caution, but he was able to catch back up to Harvick, and then they, they slugged it out, and that's... That is racing. Like... That is the kind of racing that I want. Um, and it was really nice to see Kyle Busch be competitive again. Yeah. Like, for a whole race, like, I thought, oh, something's going to happen. But nothing happened this time. He didn't win. It's a good natural um, storyline. Like, we don't need playoffs yes. to have these good storylines. Like, Kyle Busch has been struggling the entire season. Now he comes, and he's battling the most successful guy. Of the season. Like, you far. could even frame it, if NBC was smart... The defending champ is trying to get his first one of the season against the guy that's probably going to take his crown and win the championship yeah. this year. There's so many cool ways you can frame the story of Kevin Harvick versus Kyle Busch. They've been rivals for a long time. Like, they've been racing together mm -hmm. for so long. That was such a good classic battle between two of NASCAR's greats. It felt like I was watching history. I really think that Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch, in a way, are like, the modern-day Earnhardt, Gordon sort of thing. Yeah. I don't think they had as many interactions, but they've had a lot. Um, I would say they're... Take out Jimmy Johnson. I'd say they're probably the two best of the 2010s. Oh, sure. definitely. 
like, they've been so... They've been the two most consistent drivers. I think Truex is almost Truex up there. Truex came on hot at the end, yeah. The end of these 2010s, he's come on hot. Um, But even then, like, this year's kind of showing he's not actually that consistent. I mean, Kyle Busch isn't that consistent this year, too, though. But um, Right. But Truex and Kyle Busch, though, I think they have... What, they've been in the playoffs every year except one. I think the same with Harvick. I believe that's right. Um, Which... You know, Rick Allen voice, the big three. But why and, you go? go. Okay. Um, I was just going to say that Kevin Harvick, it's, I saw a tweet. It's like he's having the best season statistically of any driver since Jeff Gordon, mm-hmm. 1998 right yeah. now. Like, that's incredible. I look at like, that season I, a lot. Like, you know, Jimmy Johnson dominated right Mm -hmm. in championships but we he never dominated the way kevin harvick does this season because jimmy johnson and chad kamaus they they mastered the art of um the chase the chase the 10 races and it wasn't art like they because they they would like test a lot of setups apparently throughout the Mm -hmm. mid-season especially since they can get they can they would like get wins and shit um well, only the last ten races mattered. Yeah, still the case. And luckily, they all of them kind of mattered. Like all ten races mattered. Um, mm-hmm. The that the weird thing about that format, I don't want to get too off topic, but right that format, it's like the regular season barely mattered, but it was really hard to get into the playoffs. But then once you're in I the agree. playoffs, all ten races matter. Whereas when... this playoffs, it's really easy to get in and. Mm-hmm. The races, they like it, they flux on how much they matter. It depends on your situation. I think it was this format we have now, but when Casey Kane won Atlanta, I was, it might have been that wild card. That was 2014. Format. So 2014. It, was, it was this format. But still, like that was really exciting when Casey Kane won his way in. Um, yeah, there's the value I, to I, that. I think something, if they lowered it down to just 10. I think that'd be a lot more exciting. Yeah. Well, I think 10 with wild cards is really good. I love I don't mind the number 12, especially for the Cup Series. It just feels right. Mm Mm-hmm. It was was nice. Especially if they have the stage point thing or the playoff point thing. Yeah. Where, like, okay, like, you can get in through a wild card, but you don't get to take your points. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so cool. Can we go back? That's so cool. Like, come on. But Steve. And it wasn't, it's not that gimmicky either. I mean, it is a gimmick, but, like, it's not, like, insanely complicated it just, either. It's a way for NASCAR to be gimmicky with some actual, like, without all the bullshit. Because the playoffs are just too much. I can explain it to people who don't watch NASCAR in, like, yeah. a minute. It's, like, because it's, it, the, the easy thing is, the, the only thing that really gets manipulated is the playoff reset. It only happens once. That's it. Right. You, you don't have to do it every three weeks. But back on topic, what I wanted to mention about Kevin Harvick, and mm-hmm. I think NASCAR, mastering the art of NASCAR involves being there at the end, especially since they're going to throw, like, five cautions. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you've got to, like, be in position for the end of the race, which... It's, I've always kind of hated it as I've gotten older about that, because it's like, well, why watch the beginning of the race? And I still kind of hate it. But my point is, Kevin Harvick 
Roddy Childers. They have mastered stage three. I mean, Kevin Harvick is nicknamed the closer for a reason. Oh my God! He like even like even before Rodney Childers, yeah. he's always showing up at the end of races. He's this year. He's the super closer. Like when I think oh, of yeah. a lot of races he's won this year, I go back to even Michigan, where maybe like he, he we think he dominated the race and he did, but like people challenged him early in the race, but then by the time it was stage three, it was a lockout, and that kind of happened at Bristol too. Kyle Busch was very dominant um in the middle part of the race and early parts of the race but then the four car they got that thing dialed in and they were able to go to town and they left the 18 in the dust once it got to i believe about mm-hmm. stage three um and we were just talking about that with blaney like how blaney needs to be able to give feedback to rodney or not <laughs> blaney <laughs> he wishes he had rodney oh give, he wishes <laughs> give feedback to todd and stuff well that's what Kevin, I imagine Kevin and Rodney, they have that all locked down, and that's why they're so good at winning. And whereas Kyle Busch and Adam Stevens might be struggling as no practice, they they don't yeah. even know. They can't even get started on the right foot sometimes. And I think you, it's the same thing like with when Keselowski and Paul Wolf worked together and you had Jimmy Johnson, Chad Canals. They like had that the chemistry Mm -hmm. and they understood what he, what one another needed. Yeah. And it's just like Blaney can't find that if he doesn't talk about it. And Harvick is able to find what he needs because he has shoulders who understand. Yeah. And he's been doing this for 20 years too. And that's the thing about when people kind of expect Blaney to be a championship contender, like he has raw pace sometimes, but Mm -hmm. It, it, it takes more than that to win a championship, even with the playoff format, because you still have to, like, be basically a top-four guy, kind of, asterisk. <laughs> like, you can't... I mean, Ryan Newman, 2014, he was able to squeeze his way in there, um, but he was consistent, at least. Right. And then they brought a really good car to Homestead, almost won it all, but I think NASCAR, while they don't have pure racing, it's... It's easy for me to kind of appreciate it when I kind of look at it as everyone's kind of racing to develop their car in the middle of the race with adjustments mm-hmm. and to, like, be there at the end. And that's why I really love longer NASCAR races sometimes because it's easier to kind of see that, like, adjustment, I guess. Like, like it happens so much. Like, guys who are fast early in the race, you they... They fall off eventually, or they get shot. As Larry Mack would say, cumbers and goers. Cumbers and goers. And DW would say, you can't beat yourself. And that happens too with pit stops and penalties and stuff. It is a cool part of NASCAR that you don't see in like F1 or IndyCar even because they make less stops. Mm-hmm. Um, IndyCar, you, That's still, true. you definitely see it in IndyCar. That's how Pato Award hasn't gotten a win yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, exactly though. Like Pato Award, like their pace wouldn't either their pace isn't on, or their pit crew's not fast enough, or they make a mistake. It's that's that's why the five team in IndyCar hasn't gotten a win yet. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. Like sometimes Pato is just like fifteenth, and then the next week he's top five. It's like, where's the where's the balance there with him? And yeah, then meanwhile his teammates always in the back, so that's probably not helping either. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just something that's I really noticed that was cool about 
NASCAR. I'm trying to appreciate NASCAR more because I'm going to be honest, I kind of don't like NASCAR, like, in 2020. And not because of, like, COVID, just because of, like, it just all feels fake, you know? It's, yeah. Like, the more... I've been growing I've, more and more frustrated. The more I've we watched F1 and IndyCar, the more I've been, like, or am, am I watching a race or am I watching a show? And, you know, it's fine if NASCAR wants to be a show, in my opinion. But like, they, they have to, they that. actually have to be WWE if they're going to do that, in my opinion. No. They have to. They have to commit to it, though, and they like yeah. they want to please everyone, but they're actually making everyone mad. Yeah, a lot of the time. Because if they're gonna have like races that aren't genuine, and like their storylines still aren't consistent, like it's better to see natural storylines like Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick battling at Bristol after a long yeah. run than it is to see forced storylines like Joey Logano beats the big three because that was forced. Like, he didn't... Like, yes, he came on at the end of the season, but he was nowhere to be seen at the beginning of the season. And it's just not fair Mm -hmm. for him to just win the championship like that to me. I don't know. It just didn't... Well, I think it was actually pretty close with him and Harvick in the regular standings. I don't remember. I know that I think it wasn't he, that far off. He finished second in points. I think maybe like in normal. I I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. I don't know. Maybe talking out of your ass, but I don't. I, I don't be. know. Don't Avery. Don't Jackson. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> we gotta look to the back of the studio, y'all. Look the shit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh my god it'll be like on the dale jr download because they have um i don't know if you've watched an episode of that or listened to it but they have a mm-hmm. they have somebody i don't know if it's matthew dillner or someone but they have someone to confirm i, I that think shit. it is we need we need some, that we need jackson and avery <laughs> god damn it i don't know what the hell i'm talking about do you i i don't sometimes i do i think <laughs> mm-hmm um, I'm probably wrong at the time, but I think you know more than me at some points. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Uh, other races happened in Bristol. I think there's trucks in Bristol. Trucks in Bristol. I, I do want to say one more thing. Yeah, I do want to say one more thing about the Cup race at Bristol. I feel like I'm missing um, something that happened at the Cup race. Well, Byron ran yeah. into someone, but I don't really <laughs> care. Um, <laughs> that got me. That got me geeked. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. He whatever. said he stopped in the middle of the straightaway. The lapped cars. Oh my god. They I feel like they were worse than usual. I think Kyle Bush mentioned that. Or he alluded to it. Like there were so- Yeah, he was he was saying something about uh God what's his name? Garrett Smithley or something? Yeah, Smithley? I think or Joey Gase um, or something. Joey Gase was made everyone mad at Oh think. my god, he was like twenty one laps down or something. I feel like once you're a certain amount of laps down and you're not for like from a wreck, you should just be out of the race. Like maybe maybe that would harm the smaller teams. Actually, I don't but know. But it's though. just like wh- why are you... why are they why are they out there? Like I, I don't want start and parks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's like if you're gonna be like forty laps down, go home, buddy. <laughs> go home. I think it's fine because at some point you're like. Well, number one, I don't like the damaged vehicle po- Well, the damaged vehicle policy is kind of dumb because if you need mm-hmm. to fix something simple after a wreck, 
like, but you can't do it on pit road, then you should be able to do that. Like, period. Yeah. Um, but I think minimum speed just needs to be a bit harsher or stricter. Because right now it's yeah. not strict enough, I think. I uh, I did want to say one more thing about the cup race. Mm-hmm. If every race was like this, I feel like if you... If, if it was every race was like this where you had like a compelling battle for the lead and they're actually able to pass each other, I'd probably still be a huge NASCAR oh, fan. God. I mean, I am a bit... I am a big NASCAR fan, but, you know, we only see this mm-hmm. when we have the lower downforce era package, yeah. and it's at a short track, which mm-hmm. is where they only run it right now. And I also think that the TV partners Oh my god, really I was just about to say that. Need... I was right. NBC was on the tip of my tongue. I was about to be like, and you know who else needs yeah. a fucking shape up? National Broadcasting Company, NBC, what the fuck's going on, bro? They need to redo how they cover races. NBC this year is very off. They've been awful, to say the I'm least. Be real. They have been pretty bad. Um, Fox is better this year. Fox was better. I don't get it. But <laughs> normally it's the opposite. Well, normally yeah, I, Fox Fox has been at their quality, but NBC like was above Fox last year, but now they like stepped a whole fucking tier below Fox. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think a lot of it um if you just like ignored all the playoff BS and oh focused God. on the actual race for the lead, that was probably the be- one of their best broadcasts of the year. Yeah. But but then they toss it the Rutledge Wood with some pointless oh segment. And I'm like I don't care. I don't care. And then you have Jeff Burton and Steve Letart, Dale Jr. yelling over each other. <laughs> Whenever my grandma yes. watches a race with me, she's like, I can't tell Jeff Burtondale Jr. apart. They sound too similar. My God. And it's like, they don't need a four-person booth. But they I, don't. Four people is I too think, much. I think my main point is, though, that they need to re-figure out how to cover these races. Because when they didn't talk about the playoff BS when with Matt Benedetto in 23rd, and they focused on the race for the lead with Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. It was great. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. I have a lot to say that. So, number one, they need to stop focusing on... They they do either one of two things. They focus on the race for the lead, the, or the strategy of the lead, or they focused on the playoff drivers. Like, especially the ones yep. that are cut off. And that's fair. But... And I, we're going to talk about this, but I guarantee you this weekend, all they're going to talk about in the Xfinity race is Ross Chastain, oh and all they're going to talk about in the Cup race is oh, Bob Yeah, then they talk about Hamlin. silly season. They talk about silly season during the race, which I get it, but like, that's a time that you, that's that's something for NASCAR America. That's not something for yeah. the, 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 we like guns brought to you by Bass Pro Shops 500. Like, <laughs> that's not, that's not a race thing. That's not like, Watch, I feel I like think, race. I broad- think you mean the new garden really is Alex's favorite. Presented by that first shot, 500. <laughs> at that Thank was you, so Jackson. good. Jackson. Oh, I love Jackson. <laughs> but lost my train of thought. NASCAR, or watch F1 broadcasts. They are good. They focus oh, on. Perfect. They focus on any battle that's on track most of the time. They focus mm-hmm. on the strategy, um, and when it gets to late in the season, 
they'll focus on the championship, but not just for the, like, the championship title. They'll focus on, like, you know, is McLaren going to beat Renault? Or is mm-hmm. who's going to be best of the rest? It's a really tight points race for a seventh. Um, that stuff. Like... Their coverage is so nice. Yeah. I love it so much. Like, we we didn't hear shit about Bubba Wallace's good run, which would have been a good story. We didn't hear anything. Uh, I saw a video on Twitter by, I believe, Jake Bassing. You know him. I know which video you're talking about. Bassinger or something. Jake Bassinger. He was at the Bristol race, and he showed a video of, like, you could throw seven, what, seven cars under a blanket, nose to tail, and then they started passing and stuff late in the mm-hmm. race. TV showed us none of that. They were too focused. I, I watched that video like five times. Yeah. That was so good. That was really fucking good racing. It was like air didn't even exist. Which, by the way, that looked like it was shortly before um, when Byron ran into the back of Christopher Bell because of Joey Gates or something. Because all those guys were like right together in that video. Oh, so was it early um, in the race? I don't... I, I, don't, I think it was, like, midway through. I assumed it but, was at the end of the race. Um, but, but either like way... All those, all those guys were together, but NBC couldn't get it on video. Yeah. I wouldn't... So, yeah, cause, what, what can you do? Well, the thing is, either way, NBC was either talking about Matt DiBenedetto or William Byron. Well, yep. or Kevin Hart Ryan Kyle Blaney. Bush for the lead. They were either talking about the lead or the playoffs, so they're not talking about the actual race. That's the problem with yeah. NBC. They never talk about the race. That's right. NASCAR in NASCAR broadcasting in general. Talk about the race. I will say, when uh, Steve, Steve Letzart and Rick Gallon came back from commercial, Rick Gallon's like, ooh, golf. And then Dale Jr.'s like, yeah, so the race is going. <laughs> I noticed that! I noticed that! I'm, I I don't know if I made a tweet about it, but that was so funny. Like, I literally thought... so funny. I actually thought they cut back and they didn't know that they were on mic. I thought they didn't know their mics were hot. Yeah, so this is going on in the track right now. I love Dale Jr. And Dale Jr. was like, <laughs> well, anyway, Matt Domenech is going to have to... He's going to have to really... Oh, look at this right here. He's That's like... It was so funny to me because Dale Jr. literally said, um, anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) he did the Nicki Minaj thing. He was like, what the? He really did. Y'all, child. Anyway, that was so funny. I remember that happening very clearly. Do uh, we have any more thoughts on Bristol or shall we move on? It was a good race. God, it was a great race. So good. I think that's all though. Um. Unless anything, I don't remember if anything else happened in that race. But no, like really though, that mm-hmm. every time they go to Bristol, um, this didn't really happen at the All Star race, but it almost did. My love for NASCAR gets re- reborn because Bristol is so Me good. Me too. I love short track racing, dude. Martinsville also. Oh my I God. love Martinsville. Martinsville. It's gonna be so good in a few weeks. I want to go to Martinsville. I want to go so to Martinsville bad. very soon. Like you're close to it. Let's go together. Low key, what if they have fans? I'm I anyways, I'll think about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're having fans, but it got me thinking. I don't think they've announced yet. They haven't announced it yet. Um but we got some news yesterday. Um mm-hmm. we NAS- had a lot of news yesterday. We got a lot of news yesterday. NASCAR uh so I got good news and bad news, y'all. <laughs> I'll give you the bad news first. Bad news. The All-Star Race is going to Texas. But the good news... I sleep. 
Texas is losing a points race and we're going to Circuit of the Americas. Real shit? Real shit. <laughs> Let's go. Listen, Coda is such a cool road course. Like, well, a lot of people were shit-talking Coda yesterday. I didn't understand that. Like, number one, y'all, we, we have not raced there yet. Number two, <laughs> do you see turn one? Not only is it a blind uphill, like, hairpin, that's perfect for NASCAR. Because you know damn well that they want another, like, heartburn of Tom's heartburn turn. <laughs> I don't know oh, what yeah. the hell they're going to call it, but it's going to, like, we're going to have hella wrecks. Hella drama on that turn one on the restarts. I'm, I hope they do a double header with IndyCar. Per- um, perfect. For that, for that race weekend. Because they've they've been want, talking about doing double headers, it'd be so perfect. That would be perfect too, because Coda for IndyCar is normally in the spring, mm-hmm. and they're probably getting rid of the spring Texas race. If I had to assume, I would believe so. So perfect. I, usually, the Texas playoff race is a little better, mm-hmm. but that's probably just because of the storyline. Yeah. So I'm I'm cool with it. And um, all star race, I'll just say this: I don't care. I I'm, I'll probably not watch. <laughs> Yeah, it gives me a, it gives me excuse to miss a Texas oval race and the excuse to miss the All Star race. Count me in. I am all in on it. And we get Coda, like I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'll. So what I'll say to that is, um, number one, we get a road course early in the season now. That's a, been a problem with NASCAR for a long time. I feel like like we the road courses yeah. are always like late or in the middle of the season. Like it used to be, they're just in the middle and they weren't in the chase. Now we have one in the chase i think we need two in the chase in my opinion maybe um like two I'd be, road courses I'd be fine with that. two road courses maybe like four short tracks two or three intermediates one super speedway i think that's pretty good um that doesn't have to be that strict though like if it's just one road course it won't break my heart but so i guess it doesn't break my heart now but um what was my point? I need to start writing stuff down. My brain has the capacity of, like, a goldfish. I don't remember what I was going to say. The All-Star race at I'm, Texas. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. It hasn't been officially announced. It was, announced. It was uh, Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi who yeah. reported this. And Bob Pockris and Adam Stern, you know. Yeah. All the usual peeps. They all confirmed yeah, the it. So. Um, the squad. They, um, I, yeah. listen. So... They're going to have to throw whatever the fuck gimmicks they they have to for the All-Star race. Problem with that is they did that with Bristol, and it didn't really do anything because they didn't understand mm-hmm. how... Well, the, most of the gimmicks were aesthetic anyway, but like the, well, choose, it, the choose rule was a very minor rule to begin with. And, they and now it's a permanent rule. Yeah, which, thank God. Um, I was worried that that wasn't going to become a thing, and I'm glad it is now. Uh, but they need to understand how racing works sometimes because all-star, especially with NASCAR now, the racing is better, especially with high downforce on longer runs because guys are at different strategies and guys are at different tire wear. That's normally Mm -hmm. not a thing for all-star races, but like they need to just look at it because Bristol, even Bristol wasn't good with short runs, like the Bristol all-star race. And Br- I don't Br- think. I, sorry, I don't think. I don't think they'll do it. But the only th- the only way I will watch an all star race at Texas is if they get 
let the crew chiefs, mechanics, engineers do whatever the fuck they want to the car. Keep Literally it within safety regulations. Just don't have inspection. Just have a cheater's night. Like, that'd be fucking amazing. Could you imagine what Rodney Childers could do? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Kevin Harvick will probably win the, win the race if they do this. I don't care. <laughs> I, I want to see what would happen. I want to see what they what would if? do. As The only tech they'd have to do is make sure it, it fits all the safety regulations. I just got a really good and, idea. Like, I'd watch. Yeah? The, th- uh, the safety thing is... Oh, that throws a wrench into my plan. But let's say... <laughs> okay you let's say they do like i don't know how they're gonna they could set the starting order they could do all-star qualifying or they could do a random draw i do like all-star qualifying yeah it's it's cool but the reason i say this is because they could like do pre-race inspection with the normal rules but then give Mm -hmm. the teams to give the teams a limited amount of time to do whatever the fuck they want to to the cars so that way, I could see that they basically the kind of same thing. They bunch them together, like competition-wise, mm-hmm. but then they just let them like they let hell break loose in the garage. I love that. I'm on board. And they could even I... do it to where, like, if you're starting more in the back of the pack, you have more time to make your I'm, car I'm faster. I'm for that. I yeah. like that. That's why it's like I don't know if qualifying should be a thing because then they might sandbag, but. Right. So that's a cool. Maybe idea. they just maybe they don't get extra time at the start in the back with that idea. Yeah. Just so, so they maybe don't stand back and qualify. Maybe they just get. Yeah, I think that's probably the best balance. Maybe just one hour or two hours. I don't know how long it takes. Now I want that. It would be really cool. NASCAR, hire us. You now here's the thing. About. I still don't think the race would be that like good because it could just make no Kevin. Probably not. Kevin Harvick and Ronnie Childers will just take off into the sunset, maybe. Um, well, but I'd I don't still want to see it. I'd want to see what the crew chiefs and the crews could come up with. Well, for the I rules, think that'd though, that'd be super interesting. Doesn't that mean they could just take the fucking spoilers? Like, yeah. Well, In my mind, well, yeah. they want to though. Because here's the thing: that means then anyone that means you have yeah, because then they're gonna have less downforce. It'll, they'll basically become F1, actually. No, the race would suck, actually. Because they're just going to become F1 and put hella fucking downforce on the car. And then they can't follow each other. Well. I, you know, I still well, want to see it. Mm. It's the all-star race. You'd only do it once, probably. Yeah. I want to see what the crew, the crews can do. I think I'm thinking too but, deep about it. You probably are. I I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. It would shine a light on the crews and the crew chiefs. And what would they they come up with? I think that'd be really cool if they did that. If they swapped the crew chiefs and the drivers around, but that that ain't gonna happen. (laughs) That that won't happen. Um, Or if they had the sponsors and stuff. Or if they had a spec night where all the cars are exactly the same. I just don't know how they... They can't do that, though. There's just too many... They'd have to like they'd have to put everyone in like a Gibbs car or something, and that I think gonna yeah. happen because of manufacturing. But. Yeah, it's just not realistic. Um, but that is a thing. I don't like. I don't know we... other realistic. Sorry, I'm still thinking about the All Star. I don't know what anything that's realistic to actually gimmick gimmick up the All Star race. Well, I don't think we need an All Star race. But if they want to keep it... I think we do. We don't need it, but really? it's, it's like... 
I think it's enough in our tradition that we can keep it. We just gotta re re. We just right. gotta look at it again. Because here's the problem: every race is an all-star race now. We have double file restarts. We have segments. We have stages. Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. I don't know. But seeing NASCAR's best, I think it should be on a short track. It doesn't need to be at Charlotte. Maybe. I I like the concept I... of Charlotte Speed Weeks, but. The track itself is just not made for an all-star race. I like the idea of it rotating, but it seems like since it's gone to Bristol and now Texas, that it seems like it's only SMI, which kind of sucks because their only good track really is Bristol. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, Las Vegas is okay. Yeah. But, like, that kind of sucks, but... Yeah. It'll be okay, though. I don't know. I don't know. So, what shall we discuss now? Well, Ross Chastain, Melon Man, Mm -hmm. is going to the 42, which I I didn't see that coming. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it coming. I thought it was going to be Eric Jones. I saw Eric Jones or Bubba Wallace. I'm a dumbass now for thinking Bubba Wallace because I didn't see this coming, what we're going to talk about next. But yeah, I I saw uh, Eric Jones or... I thought for sure it was going to be Eric Jones. I thought Kyle Larson to go to the 48 and whatever. Yeah. But. We got to talk about that too. The the Kyle Larson 48 hype is building. I I think we should save it for when they announce wherever well, the hell he's going. I, I have a topic I want to talk about too on that. <laughs> we can just have a Kyle Larson episode. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to need therapy for this shit. Yeah, we'll bring on a therapist or their special guest. But the thing episode. is, well, I just want to say before anything gets announced, though, like, the reason that they, mm-hmm. I feel like the, the fact that they haven't announced it yet has me thinking that it is him. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Because why else would it take this long into the season to announce the deal? They, I know Rick Hendrick said, like, they don't want to distract the dude in the playoffs, but, like, that doesn't make sense. Right. Like, who the fuck would it be at that point? Like, Matt Tabinadetto? Like... Tabinadetto says he wants to stay at Penske, and they have until the end of this month to re-sign him. I wonder. I, is is he I, trying to decide between Penske and Hendrick? I don't think Hendrick would go for Benedetto. I don't think he's been that impressive in the 21. Yeah, he I has think Benedetto's out, and I think they're going to put Austin Cindric in the 21. That's I can my see that happening. For that. Yeah. Um, Benedetto might maybe replace Cindric at Penske in the Xfinity. And Ooh, maybe, maybe become an Xfinity lifer. Maybe. But I don't know who the hell else is going to take over that ride. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. unless they're just making an all-star car again, but they only get five races a year. Yeah. Well, so they could do... Listen, they could do five of Ryan Blaney, five of Kislowski, five of Logano, mm-hmm. five of Sindrick, five of Joseph, five of Scott McLaughlin, five of... Joseph? Five... <laughs> Joseph! Joseph! The way you said Joseph! <laughs> Let's go! I'm in! The way do you it. said Joseph! <laughs> five of every penske Mac- motorsports driver they got throw them into a stock Mac- car i could see mclaughlin for sure not maybe not for five races it, but for like, not for five like one or two yeah. i could totally see that yeah. though <laughs> joseph joseph what in this economy <laughs> what 
Um, Who else is in the Ford developmental program? Um, Besides Haley Deegan, but she... Don't play her next Indy, please. Well... Oh, yeah, she did move to Ford, didn't she? Yeah. I don't want to talk about her. I don't care. I don't don't want to talk about her. You know what Haley Deegan (laughs) is? Hoax. A clown? Hoax. Oh. (laughs) Hoax. Um... What was I going to say? Um, oh, the Ford. Um, um, what team is that? Thorspart. It'd be like those guys. But yeah, that's but like they, Sodder, Crafton. They don't ever ben, have developmental drivers. Moving anywhere. They don't have yeah. developmental drivers ever. They're just chilling in the truck series for all of eternity. That's, that's the only lower tier Ford team after Xfinity, though. And the only Ford teams in Xfinity are Whoa. Stuart Haas, which is Briscoe and Cendric with Pinsky. Yeah, wait, what's going on with Ford? Why do they not have teams in, like, the lower series? That's weird. I mean, they uh, they picked up Thorsport so they could keep them, keep, stay in the trucks after Kozlowski's yeah. team pulled out. Yeah. So they wouldn't be there, but... They have Tanner Gray, but, the, the, like, a bunch of their He's not ready. Drivers, exactly. Most of them aren't ready if you name a Ford driver. Maybe Ty Majeski, but... Uh, I, don't I don't even know if he's so. a Ford driver anymore, um... I don't know um, who he is. I will say, back to Ross Chastain, only thing I have to say, I don't think they could sign Bubba Wallace like they wanted. They probably couldn't get Eric Jones, maybe. Maybe Eric Jones already has something, and they couldn't get him. Um, the 40, um, I'm thinking the 48 for Eric Jones now. No, that doesn't and, make sense, though. Like it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Eric Jones is a big question mark. He's just... Um, I don't know. But he's one... Mm. But I, I, I feel like Ross Chastain was Ganassi's last resort. He's the only driver they have on contract besides Kurt Busch for NASCAR. Yeah. So they're just like, fine, Ross Chastain gets the ride. Whatever. Because they probably wanted him to take over the one car whenever Kurt Busch decided that retire. Yeah. That's probably what they wanted, but Larson decided to be dumb. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably what happened in there. Um. I mean, they've had him on the shelf since DC Solar left. Yeah. And it's made me wonder, like, okay, are they going to let Ross develop at Colleg for a bit? Or do they mm-hmm. have to put him in a cup car so someone else doesn't snatch him up? Like, I don't know the dynamic of that. The way things are going, because we found out where Bubba Wallace is going, confirmed yesterday... I, I feel like we're going to find out who's in the 48, where Eric Jones is going, what the hell's happening with Larson. I think that I think the dominoes are really falling now. Um, it's really building hell, we up. Could, we could probably find out next week. Like, like where either, like, I would assume Eric Jones has got to be soon. He's got to be somewhere. That's the thing. I feel like, like he's not going to no end way. up anywhere. He's a race winner. He's won the Southern 500 and, and Daytona. Yeah. I feel like you have to and, put in the a clash. champion. He's a champion. Yeah. Like he probably should have won the Xfinity title. Like he's got to go somewhere. And I worry unless about Suarez too. Um unless he's the one taking the 22 Xfinity car. I I cup I, though. I don't cup. I don't see that happening either. He's got to say cup. Where he's got to say in cup. I agree, but like there's not many rides unless he takes like the 34 at front row if they kick McDowell out. Which or is so weird. I think, um, honestly, Levine shutting down has really fucked everything up. Yeah, it did. Because. Really messed things up. What is it? It's, it feels like American Idol. Both of y'all are talented, but one of y'all <laughs> gotta go home. <laughs> like, 
And it just sucks. Like, there's no room. Uh, and Suarez is also a NASCAR champion, and doesn't I don't think he's going to be in Cup next year. Well, let, let's talk about um, our last topic we have. Oh, yeah, Bubba. I have, an, I have a thought about Daniel Suarez with this. Um, so we got so... Bubba. We got Denny Hamlin as the team owner, not a driver. And then we got and... Michael fucking Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael this Jordan. This is a literal. This is a literal Reddit shit post. This... Come to life. <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> opens NASCAR team with only black driver. That like, wow. That just seems like too obvious. But and I didn't this see is... this coming. I don't know why I didn't see this coming. Maybe because I didn't actually believe that it was happening. Well, when Stern started tweeting about it, I'm like, oh, this shit's real. This shit's real. I think um, I just haven't been paying attention because I think as soon as Bubba left RPM, and I think as soon as um Stern tweeted that, I should have known. But I, yeah, this kind of caught me off. I, mean, I think I've actually just been really busy. I <laughs> just I just haven't been paying attention. So I have two things to say about Michael Jordan. I don't know much about the NBA, but like I know who he is. Yeah, like, like, everyone he's, knows who Michael Jordan he's is. He's like Jeff Gordon. Like everyone knows who yeah. the fuck he is. But. We not, I can't talk. The ages of team owners. Michael Jordan is fifty-seven, right? You have I have these all written down. Roger Penske's eighty-three. Joe Damn. Gibbs is seventy-nine. Oh. Jack Roush is seventy-eight. Rick oh, Henrich no. is seventy-one. I'm not ready Gene for Haas them to is sixty-seven, croak. and Chip Ganassi sixty-two. And Damn. the only ones I could think of, like Tad Kashekter and Brad Doherty, okay. they're fifty-four. And Tony Stewart's 49. But Michael Jordan's going to be one of the youngest team owners. Like, he's going to be the majority owner of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, diversity is a great thing, obviously, too. Like, he and Brad Doherty are, like, the only you see, black owners now. They were on yeah. the same NBA All-Star team at one point. There was a picture posted really? today. Were they? Yeah, I think NASCAR. Oh, that's awesome. NASCAR, yeah, they, they, like, highlighted them. It was so cool. Uh-huh. That's really cool. I love, I love Brad. I think i live in too but you know diversity is a we need more diversity that's that's been a huge topic of this podcast so far is the need more diversity i was like we're not gonna talk about diversity today but i forgot this was on the list (laughs) well we're just gonna touch on it well you know we need more black people in nascar like period absolutely we need more on tv that's i think brad doherty helped but we still need more like, yeah, and we and, need more black team owners, and we need more black drivers, and like, period. We need this is a black person sport as much as it is a white person sport, and other mm-hmm. people of color. Like, it's we need to end the fact that NASCAR is a white person sport, and that's white people everywhere. That needs to change. I uh, I don't think this would have ever happened if NASCAR didn't ban the Confederate flag, mm-hmm. and I do not think this would have happen if Bubba Wallace didn't stand up and start speaking out as he has. I um, yeah, I think the catalyst for I think I hate saying that George Floyd is the catalyst for like the social movement this year because mm-hmm. it's a lot bigger than George Floyd. It's been growing for sure. But like it like that definitely was one of the catalysts for all the social change in America. Yeah. Um and that's what caused Bubba to speak up and I think Bubba speaking up is why Michael Jordan is now wants to enter the sport. 
And that's why mm-hmm. all these sponsors have wanted to enter the sport. And honestly, with all the sponsorship they got, this might be leading into what you wanted to mention on Suarez. They could probably have more than one car. I don't know how much money they got, though. I'm, I don't want to spend their money, but... I, I did want to say um, diversity, and we have a, a younger car owner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Penske's probably going to be taken over by Tim Sendrick, whatever. But, you know, this is good for both diversity and more youth. I know he's 57, but, like, hear me out. He's going to be here for a long time, mm-hmm. unlike some of the other older car owners. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, uh, this team, Denny Hamlin purchased the 13-team charter, mm-hmm. which is Jermaine Racing. That team's going away. Yeah. The 96 car, to my knowledge, I probably should look this up to confirm, but they don't have a charter. They don't, I know that's they where, don't, because they missed the that's, 500. That's Daniel Suarez's current ride. Yeah. Um... I don't think they're going to have a second car. I think that's too soon. Right. Because they um, need to focus on just building one car. Like, Yeah. They, like, it, if, yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't make sense right now. But Daniel Suarez is in the 96 right now. That is... And there's been reports, I forget from who, but that they were probably going to absorb the 96 team, this Hamlin-Jordan team. Mm-hmm. And like make it like their centerpiece of it that makes sense um yeah but then that also kind of sucks because then that means like well who purchased the 95 charter did anyone um it was it was rick ware rick ware bought it god damn it i think there's gonna be like three rick ware cars so it's basically gone (laughs) yeah yeah basically but that that Um, means we're losing like two teams for one like the 13 yep. and the 96, and that's not even including the 95 now being a Rick Ware car. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like that just... No, you're okay. But, and you know, the reports initially were that Hamlin and Hamlin and Jordan were going to be buying into Richard Petty. Yeah. But then the 13 team said they were going to drop out. So then they shifted over there. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, they announced Daniel Suarez was leaving the 96 car. So, I feel like what's going to probably happen here is that Daniel Suarez is going to end up in the 43 car. Yeah, I forgot about the 43. I, I, I think I am, that could definitely happen. It's probably going to be Ty Dillon, but I'm hoping that some of the, if any of those sponsors at all decide to stay at Richard Petty, I'm hoping they'll be like, oh, Daniel Suarez is a champion and he's a diverse driver. He's from Mexico. Yeah. Like, Maybe they would. Some would stick around with I Petty, Suarez, but I imagine Source deserves it. Well, I imagine a lot of them are gonna just follow mm-hmm. Bubba. But um, yeah, I'm poor Daniel Suarez though. I don't really have anything else to say on that. But Carl Edwards. He deserves so much life. better. Carl Edwards <laughs> ruined his life. <laughs> he really did though. Like, oh damn, my god. Carl. His biggest enemy is Carl Edwards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> I support I, you, I support you, you and down. you let me down. <laughs> That's from NASCAR Heat 4, if anyone. In fact, you let everyone down. You don't have any uh, friends left in the garage. Yeah, because you don't talk to them. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's one of them cringy videos from NASCAR Heat 4 to anyone that's like, what it's the hell are you talking favorite. about? It's my favorite. It's so, so funny. funny. Um, <sighs> I forget the well, 43's open. Yeah, it's probably going to be Ty Dillon, because that's basically a pseudo 
Childress car at this point. That was so weird. Um, Both the Dillon brothers in two of the most iconic rides in NASCAR. <laughs> what? That's so that weird. That is weird. Oh, shit. Ty Dillon like to the that. 48? Damn. Yeah, now we just need Ty and Austin's dad to get in the 48 Mike Dillon car. in the 48. Oh, my God. The Dillons have taken over. NASCAR. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Earnhardt who? I only know Dillon. Wow, I uh, damn. Or that, Eric Jones. I could suck. maybe see Eric Jones in the forty-three, but eh. I think I, Suarez I still, is a better pick. I'm I'm still sticking with my theory that Alex Bowman is actually going to end up in the forty-eight car, and the fourth car will be whoever the new driver is. I, I wouldn't mind that. I still think that's what's going to. I happen. think it's easier for Bowman to fill in Jimmy's shoes than yeah. anyone else. Um. And I think Ally would love to sponsor Alex. I mean, he's got a lot of fans. Yeah. Like, he's a popular driver. Like, Ally would love that because Jimmy's yeah. a popular driver. But I could see um, Eric Jones to the 48 or whatever, Hendrick. I could see Suarez to the 43. I could see Larson mm-hmm. to the 57 dirt car. Um. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, you you know Hendrick did used to run the fifty seven. I you, listen. If Larson <laughs> comes back and he's in the fifty seven, I won't be mad because that would That'd be, be kind of cool. That would like, be not really gonna cool. lie. That would That'd be, be really pretty cool. cool. That means like Hendrick is for like famous numbers, kind of. I want them to bring back the five or the twenty-five. Yeah, I, I prefer the five. the five, though. I miss the five. The twenty-five can stay home. They unless, stay home unless they do like a anniversary race or like because their well their thirtieth anniversary was last year, so I don't know or their thirty. Yeah, but that's not important. Um, so that's silly season. I should probably yeah. tweet all my predictions because I want to be right. Shall we uh, make our race picks for this weekend? Yeah, did we do anything? Did we get anything last week? We did not. <laughs> Damn, I'm glad you're um, keeping up with it. So last week, I picked Matt Crafton, who mm-hmm. finished 10th for trucks. You picked Austin Hill, who finished 25th. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention to truck race. I don't know what happened to Austin. I didn't now. watch the... I kind of watched the truck um, race, actually, I think. Then Sam Mayer won the truck race, which was pretty cool. Yeah, how about Xfinity? Sam Mayer? Yeah, holy yeah. shit, that was awesome. Sam Mayer came out of nowhere. Um, I thought it was his debut, but I think he actually made starts earlier in the year. I just wasn't. No, he was. He's made several. I know he was at Gateway. He yeah. led the Gateway race that I was at. Holy shit, he's good. Um, he'll be part time in Xfinity for Junior Motorsports. That's crazy too. He's only like seventeen, eighteen. That's weird. That would be cool, though. Yeah, I, I he's going to be pretty good, I think. Um, but Xfinity, uh, Justin Allgaier f- was your pick. But uh, he got picks, fifth. Yeah. He was, it's also my pick, fifth. Um, Cup, I foolishly picked Ryan Blaney. And then I Payne, picked his teammate, and of course 13. he finished two spots ahead of him. We didn't even talk about Logano and Bush, but I don't got much to say on that. Um... I mean, it's just Joey Logano being Joey Logano. If I was Kyle Joey... Busch, I would simply just turn left. But that's me. <laughs> Joey Logano just 
That's just how he races. But that is how he races. And honestly, I, Kyle Busch, you should have known that shit. Like, don't get me wrong. If I was a Kyle Busch fan, I'd be kind of pissed off. Yeah, like, definitely. It's Joey Logano. He's just like Ryan Blaney. But Not here's Ryan the thing, Blaney, though. Ryan, Ryan Newman. You can't pass Joey Logano. Yeah. Kyle Busch will remember that, though. Oh, yeah. We're going to Martinsville I mean, soon. Not soon. You but... know, you know, not to be like NBC, but Joey Logano and Kyle Busch did fight at Las Vegas before. <gasps> oh, my God, And we Las are Vegas. going to Las Vegas. Yes, Queen. Uh, and then Kevin Harvick won the cup race, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, who is your... You can go first in trucks this week. Who is yeah. your truck race pick? Um... Las Vegas shit. I don't know. I don't watch trucks. <laughs> God damn it. I need to watch trucks. I need to start I watching like... them. It's just I hate the races because they're so, like, they throw caution every 20 laps. Um, Right. Uh, I always want to pick Austin Hill. Who won? It was Sam Mayer. Who finished second? Yep. Brett Moffat. <laughs> I'm about to pick Brett Moffat. <laughs> Who the hell am I supposed to pick? Did they race at Las Vegas this year? Who won? Um, and trucks. Let me look it up. I really don't know who to pick. I think they did. I think it was Kyle Busch. Probably. Um, Kyle Busch. Of course, that don't help me at all. I'm gonna pick uh. Uh, Johnny Sauter was second, and then Austin Hill was third. Austin Matt Hill. Matt and Ben Rhodes top five. Austin Hill sounds good to me. I'm gonna pick Austin. <laughs> <laughs> the only truck driver oh I know, Austin Hill. <laughs> God. I could see it though. He's pretty good at mile and a half. So he was really good at Kansas. All right, that was a good pick. He is pretty good at that. I feel like we haven't raced at a mile and a half in so long. And by the way, Austin Hill is the reigning winner of this race. Period. See, Austin Hill won this race last year. That's why my mind was like, pick Austin Hill. It was saying something to me. Um, I don't know why, but I'm picking Grant Enfinger. Um, That's fair. He's. Yeah. He's been pretty consistent. Been really I think good. he uh He has a lot of wins. This is probably his best season. Yeah. He has actual wins this um, year. Because I think he won the regular season in either eighteen or nineteen without any wins. Yeah. Yeah, he's my pick. Yeah. I um, could see him winning the championship, honestly. Yeah, me too. He's yeah. been very quietly good. Who the hell won last year? The championship? Yeah. Oh, Crafton. I Matt forgot. Crafton <laughs> won without any winning any races. I feel like the truck champions always just, like, I don't remember them. Remember James Busher? <gasps> I used to love him. He won a championship? He did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that now. Then he, then he won that race at Daytona or everyone wrecked in Xfinity, and then he vanished to real estate. Didn't he win a championship <laughs> without starting all the races? Or am I thinking of something... Because um, he missed, like, one race. That was He a... might have. I know what you're talking about. I don't know if that was him or not, though. It was probably... Anyways, that's not important. Um, no. Um, Xfinity. Do you want me to go first yeah, on this you can. Yeah, we'll just, like, alternate. If so, I think sense. Austin Sendrick will uh, continue. That makes sense. On his uh, mile and a half. Pretty safe pick. Pretty strength. safe pick. Yeah. Um... Shit. Who the hell do I pick? I might pick a... I like Austin Sendrick, but I I kind of want to pick Chase Briscoe. He won there earlier. Hell, yeah, I'm going to pick Chase Briscoe. <laughs> and he's got momentum. He's. I think he might be getting momentum back because I know So he's... Chase Briscoe and Austin Sendrick are 1-2 in the spring. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and the playoffs so th- for Xfinity too. Yep. Um, but I know that they're like, they're really um, what's the word? Chase Chase Briscoe, that team, they've been really good the last few weeks. They've been very good back on it because Austin Cindric kind of has been kicking their ass. So. <laughs> Um, that's a really good Xfinity rivalry, by the way. Um, it would be a really fun championship battle to watch without playoffs, but I digress. Um, oh, for sure. So I'm next for and Cup. Cup race. Who um, you got? Penske is really good at Las Vegas, I've noticed. They are. Um, who won there in the spring? It was, a. Uh... Wasn't it Logano? It was. I thought about Logano, but I'm going to pick Brad. I think Brad's been really good lately. Well, mm, that's their short track. No, scratch that. Fuck that. Kevin Harvick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I think... Listen, why the hell would you not pick Kevin Harvick right now? I think... It's hard to pick, though. Me... They haven't been to a mile and a half in a while. I was going to pick Kevin Harvick, but I want to pick someone different from you. Okay. Um, That's pretty sorry. easy. <laughs> no, No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, Harvick is probably going to win. Um, but I do like your thought with Brad Keselowski, so I yeah. think I'm going to steal that. Okay, I so we I'm just swapped. Say... <laughs> yeah, we pretty much. It. Pretty much. <laughs> Our minds were in sync. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Brad Keselowski. Okay. Um, because he just kind of he goes in these slums, and then all of a sudden he wins again. Then he's in the next round, and it's like, how do you do that? Brad Keselowski's a momentum kind of guy, and he's been running, I he think, is, the good runs at Richmond and Bristol. I forgot what happened to mm-hmm. him in Bristol, but he was having a good run early. Um, He got in a wreck or something, I remember. He had damage. But Brad is really, especially, and he's good at Las Vegas. He's won there a lot. Um, that's why mm-hmm. I thought Brad was a pretty good pick. I just don't know if they've gotten that package figured out this year compared to Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin would have been a, another good pick. Um, they haven't, right. they haven't, well, they're, they haven't had momentum lately. Hamlin's been struggling with the lower downforce mm-hmm. package, and which I, is not a good sign for Phoenix, for Hamlin. It's not, but I think, I was going to say that he might not make the final four, if things go wrong, but I think he's too good at Kansas and he's pretty good at Texas. So I yeah, he won playing. at Kansas and he's pretty good at Texas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree. And then F1 is returning this weekend after taking a week off. They are going to be at Sochi, uh, Russia. The I they, the the track that they race at is like the old um olympic park from the 2014 winter olympics fun fact oh really it's That's really fun. cool i didn't know that um but now every time i race there in the f1 game i find it really cool it's really pretty um a lot of people say russia is a sucky race though and the track's kind of the there's not really like a lot of passing zones i guess i don't really know what mm. makes an f1 track good though like i'm still so new to f1 um I don't think I've watched a race. I did look up the last year's winner, and I can say he is not going to win this weekend. <gasps> yeah, because I think Seb <laughs> won that last year, didn't he? No, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc? Charles Leclerc? Charles Leclerc. Yeah, he's not winning. Well, unless it, well, he... Listen, Charles... Unless shit goes crazy. I, Charles does have several podiums this year somehow. Didn't he that finish, is true. Didn't he finish eighth at a... 
I think he finished eighth at Magello. I don't remember. I don't remember either. They take a week off and I forget everything about F1. Yeah. But <laughs> they they were okay. Like Charles, I noticed that he can kind of recover and have a decent race. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, we didn't even mention this last week, but Alexander Albon got his first podium, which was pretty he cool. He did. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that because. Yeah. So That's Ferrari got. for him. Oh, well, Ferrari got double points finishes because everyone else basically wrecked. <laughs> so Charles got eighth and Seb got tenth. But early in the season, Charles, he got a podium at Austria and he's kind of able to get decent finishes when right. stuff happens for other teams. But who I think is going to win, um, Valtteri showed some good stuff at Mugello. And mm-hmm. he's won there before. I want to be I want to be contrarian, and I think Valtteri can win Russia. I think. Shout out to Brooke Coran on Twitter. Shout, shout out to Brooke. Um, we love Egghead love in this household because I feel like it's the that Egg time Lord. of the season where Valtteri can get back to victory lane because he's only had one win this season. That was the season opener. Since then, it's been Lewis, Max, Pierre. Well, r- really, just Lewis featuring Max yeah. and Pierre. Yeah. But who are you going to pick? I think I already know who, though. Well, I was thinking about doing Lewis Hamilton, which, you know, that's probably obvious. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually going to do something different. Okay. I I think Max Verstappen's had a pretty bad stretch of races lately. Oh, yeah. Ever since he won, he's just kind of had bad luck, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, mechanical I, failures and then the, the lap one wreck. Yeah, so I think he's gonna turn it around and get a win. I can see that. Because anytime, listen, anytime Verstappen is in the And he's probably pissed off that Albon Albon got a podium. Yeah. He's probably gonna be angry. Red Bull's got some good cars right now, and anytime that he's in contention, he, he, Valtteri, he's always battling with Valtteri. Always. Um, no matter what. But that's our picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got to talk about. Um, we tried to make this episode a little bit shorter because last episode we talked for like two hours. Right now we're We didn't like even a... realize it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we did not even realize it. But we had a lot to talk about last week, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, though, one hour so far and six minutes. So that's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, we... no promises, but we're going to try keeping it around this sling yeah roughly i think it just depends um and even this week we still kind of had a lot to talk about i mean with yeah because i had a lot to say about bristol and well i just have a lot to say um, i mean before yesterday's news drop we were gonna just gonna talk about bristol yeah and we did touch on diversity um in this episode i again i think more people of color in nascar needs to happen and mm-hmm. as we've seen on twitter that makes people upset <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll act like, well, I'm actually not upset. It's just about the fake news, blah blah blah. Nah, bitch, you're oh just upset God. that Bubba's actually speaking up for once. And Bubba, they're saying Bubba only got this because of the fake news incident, blah blah blah. And I don't if even think these people watch this. NASCAR. Didn't happen. If this didn't happen, Bubba would stay at uh, Petty. Yeah, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And. I do want to say one thing about that. Um, this is a risk for Bubba Wallace in his career. 
in my yeah. opinion, because um, Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be a lot of effort put into it, but we don't know. Like, if this is just a 96 car, it, like, if that report's true, this could just be the 96 car again, and, yeah. like, may, maybe getting some help from Gibbs and stuff, but, you know, it's kind of sketchy because NASCAR's rule is it cannot be a fifth car to the team that Hamlin is on, which would yeah, be Gibbs. Yeah, it's like, so it's have, weird. It's a very thin line there. So are they not allowed to have, like, a technical alliance, or does it have to I'm be- not. I'm not sure. It, I think the rule is just that it cannot be seen to be a fifth car for Gibbs, assuming it's going to be a Toyota, which I imagine Cause it will be if it's a first, 96 car. My first thought is that like Toyota always seems like their fifth car after the Joe Gibbs cars. They always seem to give a little bit of support. Mm-hmm. But I, I we'll don't see. Know. We'll I see. this is <laughs> you know diversity's great. Um, but like I said, this is a big risk for Bubba Wallace's career. Because if this doesn't work out, the sponsors the could probably go? be like, like the sponsors are probably gonna be pissed off if this doesn't work. Like they're probably ecstatic right now. Yeah. Like they have Michael Jordan. Well, I think they can they can ride this wave for a while. And Bubba. Oh yeah. Because like, like people are gonna pay attention to Michael Jordan's car. But you know, if this if this car doesn't perform and it runs like the '96 does right now. Like that, yeah, that won't be good. That's a concern. And that goes back to like I, Bubba doesn't need Bubba needs to prove people wrong right now. Yeah. And I don't want to put pressure um, on him. Not that he's listening, but like, <laughs> if you are, hi Bubba, love you. Um, <laughs> he he needs to. Yeah, perform. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Bubba, but I am mildly concerned about this yeah. decision. Um, it's a whole new team. Yeah. And the 43 is going up. And you're going to an unknown. I wonder who the so, personnel are going to be from, the crew chief. I wonder. I don't know. He, I think he'll keep his spotter. Otherwise, I'm not for sure. Because his spotter's if, been with them for everything. What if it failed or something, and Hamlin retires, and Bubba goes to Gibbs? Bro, I could. That's again. Wait, he used fetched. to drive for Gibbs. Yeah, he did. The circle of life. Bubba Wallace, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's all we have today for the Gay Racing Podcast. <laughs> Wrapping this shit up. <laughs> Listen, that was a perfect ending. I'm like, circle of life. Um, That's all we got today on the Gay Racing Podcast, I believe. Unless you have anything else to say. I don't have anything else to say besides I like boys. This is a gay racing podcast. We are gay. Deal with it. Um, I like boys. <laughs> um, I also hate boys, though, because they're dumb. Oh, true. Yeah. Me too. Yuck. Ew. Gross gross um but everyone thanks for listening yeah um you can follow us on twitter at uh what's it called you changed your twitter handle you go for i i did uh my username is now new gaden uh it's new garden but uh instead of the r it's y new gaden i've been sitting on that for a couple months god yeah that's so funny (laughs) um mine is still as it was at Dreamy Zach Racing, racing without the G at the end. Zach spelled with a K. Uh, yeah, that's me. But I hope everyone has a good week. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Talk Thank about you. Las Vegas and maybe Eric Jones if he decides to sign a contract. Yeah, silly season news. Because <laughs> it seems like there's silly season news every week. Oh, every week. Yeah. Um, All right. But yeah, y'all be safe and see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.